crosshairs of the globalist American empire aren't just focused on middle America and patriots right now. They're also being turned towards the White House, towards President Biden and his entire administration. That's what's going on. They're using this classified document scandal as a way to oust him. We're going to break that all down. Plus, bed, bath, and bankrupt. We're going to get into all of it. Make sure you're signed up for the POSO Daily Brief. Go to humanevents.com slash POSO. That's humanevents.com slash POSO. Read what I read. You're going to love this. It is so quick. It's easy. No more endless scrolling. You get the stories you need. You get in, you get out. You get what I read for show prep and you're done. Humanevents.com slash POSO. Let's get into it. turn to uh, the new classified documents that the FBI found at the president's house in Delaware. It was a 13-hour search that happened on Friday. It's just the latest uh, revelation of the president having classified items that he shouldn't have. You've been in Congress for 40 years. You've handled classified material for a lot of those years, probably most of them. How concerned are you about this? Well, I'm concerned uh, there's a standard that we follow when it comes to members of Congress and classified information. Uh, the door to my office is closed. The person who presents the document to me takes it out of a locked uh, briefcase, hands it to me and watches as I read it. When I finish reading it, he takes it back, puts it in the briefcase and leaves the scene. I mean, that's how carefully we review these documents to think that any of them ended up uh, in, in, in boxes uh, in storage one place or the other is just unacceptable. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard today's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is January 31st, 2023, Anno Domini. What you're seeing there, Senator Durbin, he's come out. By the way, Senator Durbin of Illinois, it's going to come up in a second, I'll explain why, has come out and stated that he is upset with President Biden's handling of classified information. We're also hearing Senator Mark Warner, a Democrat senator from Virginia, asking for a briefing from DNI Haynes on this. Multiple members of the Democrat Party, Democrat senators, Democrat caucus, are calling on this, calling on, and by the way, Warner, he's a Senate intelligence chairman. Democrats currently have the majority in the Senate. What are we seeing here? I've told you this before. They're clearing the path. It's kind of like a controlled burn, if you will. The Uniparty is moving to remove President Biden and this administration from power. Now, there's a real argument as to be had whether or not President Biden ever really truly had power on his own. I don't know that he necessarily did. It's just that the forces of the regime, a.k.a. the GAE, put him there. They chose him. They decided that he should be in power. They wanted to get rid of the previous occupant so much that they didn't care who they put there as long as it was somebody that they could push over the line. That's what they did. So the globalist American empire, the GAE, is now realizing that at this point, kind of looks like their return on investment is diminishing, diminishing, diminishing with this guy. And because of that, they think it's time to cut bait. 
They think it's time to cut bait and get someone new in there, some new blood. And they understand that the current vice president, Kamala Harris, it ain't her. So they're looking to the West. They're looking at Governor Gavin Newsom. So we've reported before, and that's the latest you've heard on this. But I want people to understand something. All of this is going on, not in terms of some uh, some blockage, not in terms of some random, oh my goodness, I've just found, I've just found some, some documents in my, in my laundry room, my dirty clothes. Well, other than Mike Pence, of course, Mike Pence running around because he's such a dork going, oh, me too, guys, me too. <laughs> I'm a Boy Scout. Scout's honor. No, sorry, Mike. What we're seeing is the globalist American empire grind its gears. And they're putting them now, these screws, on the Biden administration. And there's something I said here yesterday that I think bears repeating. Because I got a lot of comments on it. And not necessarily pushback, but it was sort of a throwaway line. And people said, well, what do you mean by that? And I said, look. America, of course, was founded as a republic. We all know this. But along the way, America has been following the path of so many other republics before it. The path from republic to empire. And the name of that empire is the globalist American empire. Now, you'll hear them say on the media, you'll hear them say, on debate stages, at rallies, we must defend our democracy, we must defend our democracy. And of course, conservatives will always respond, you know, we're not a democracy, we're a republic. And that's true, at least in terms of the founding sense. But when you have generation after generation after generation that are brought up with lies, then you can start turning the screws on the society. You can have the media, which of course is also controlled by the GAE, telling you what to care about, telling you what matters, censoring anyone who steps out of line, censoring anyone who doesn't agree with this push, this new launch towards the GAE. Maybe we don't want to be that. Maybe we just want to be a sovereign country. Maybe we don't want to focus on all the world's problems. Not because we don't care, but because we know that we have a finite ability and finite resources, that if we're trying to solve all the problems of the world, what happens to the people who live here? What about the people who you were supposedly elected to represent? And at some point you realize that the people that you've voted for, the people that you've elected, aren't even the ones making the decisions in the first place. And it feels like our government policy is just kind of set regardless of who is there. And that the politicians are just window dressing for the globalist American empire. And we can tell all sorts of stories and we can go into the history of how this happened. But I think it's very important for us to start looking at this clearly. And all credit to Darren J. Beattie for coming up with this term, the globalist American empire. And I think it's something that we need to be saying more. Because it defines what our regime is. It aims to be a global empire. It isn't one, currently isn't one. But it's not something that's necessarily imposed from outside. It's internal. 
Western elites working with the Chinese Communist Party, as I've explained so many times here, they are the ones that turned our country into this. They are the ones that changed our system. This is why if you're hearing someone make these arguments anymore, you have to understand that's not the country you live in anymore. You live in the globalist American empire. You're told that you're a citizen of the United States, but you're actually a subject. You're an imperial subject of the GAE. And once you understand that formulation, once you understand the powers arrayed against you and what will happen to you if you dissent, then and only then will you actually be able to achieve meaningful change to this system. We're curing a thousand people's blindness. It's gonna be crazy. Most of us see the world like this. But here's the thing, 200 million people see the world like this. But I just made it one less. Oh. Wow. She's just one of a thousand blind people we help from around the world. They can't see, but we have all the technology to fix it. Yep, half of all the blindness in the world is people who need a 10 minute surgery. Crazy. Yeah. So Mr. Beast, who's Mr. Beast? Why do we care? What's going on with this? So Mr. Beast is a YouTuber. He's the number one YouTuber. And he recently did a video where, and this is something he does, seems like a, like a nice enough guy. He's 24, he's out of Wichita, Kansas. And he recently did a video where he cured the sight of a thousand people. How did he do this? Because he cured the blindness, I should say. Now, obviously, blindness is something that's been around with us for quite some time. It's as old as humanity. Christ, of course, cured the blind. Pool of Siloam, right there in Jerusalem. What did Mr. Beast do? Mr. Beast paid for cataract surgery for about a thousand people out of pocket. He did this as a video. It's great. Cool. Appreciate you, man. Good stuff. But there were some people who were not very happy about that. Time News, Time Magazine, whatever they call it now, has a headline. Not everyone is happy with Mr. Beast. I've seen tweets. I've seen articles of people criticizing him, of people saying, I don't like this. He's only, uh, here's a tweet up from Christy Yamaguchi Main. I love that. It's the never-ending cycle of content creation that makes Mr. Beast feel insidious. The underlying notion that if the camera wasn't on to feed the machine, nothing would happen. The dystopian thought, we are reliant on YouTube views instead of competent governance for assistance. There's a realization that we've moved to the narrative, native advertising model of charity. We can never again untangle acts of kindness from brand building. Faceless corporations donating a wing of a hospital were easy to spot. You knew what the trade-off was. Now you are the trade-off. And it's like, we, we've always had charity. We've always had people who give to charity. We've always had people who give to charity privately. Some people give publicly. I, I, I really don't care. But here's what's actually behind the backlash to this. And I want to tie it to what we were talking about just moments ago. What you're looking at here is cognitive dissonance. This is the cognitive dissonance of people who not only are subjects of the globalist American empire, but also people 
who are totally and truly bought into the globalist American empire and whatever their current thing narrative is. Because one of the key hallmarks of the GAE and regime propaganda is that you are always told that we are in some crisis, a crisis that can only be solved by the latest GAE initiative. We are in a crisis of systemic racism. What's the only thing that can solve it? Wokeness and diversity programs and critical race theory. We are in a crisis of COVID-19. What's the only thing that can solve it? Vaccines, mass vaccination programs, vaccine mandates and boosters. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven boosters, daily boosters, forever boosters. We're in a crisis in Eurasia. We've always been at war with Eurasia. We need to send more troops to Eurasia. We need to send more tanks to Eurasia. We need to send F-16s to Eurasia. Aircraft carriers, nuclear weapons, rifles, men, go to the go to Eurasia. We've always been at war with them, after all. No, and then one day, in the midst of all of this, GAE propaganda sludge that's been pumped through your TV set. With apologies to Frank Zappa. Long comes. Some guy and says, hey, all you blind people with cataracts, pay for your surgery. And seemingly overnight, surgery goes away. The blindness goes away because of the surgery. This is where the cognitive dissonance comes in. Because every day, the GAE is forcing you to focus on things that don't affect your everyday life. It affects their interests. It affects their bottom dollar, their bottom line, their interests. And if you've been wrapped up in crusading for those interests and crusading for those causes, then you suddenly realize that you were the one who was being played all along. Or you might, you might have a little, little feeling in the back of your mind. You might have a little sense, a spidey sense hairs in the back of your neck just stick up ever so slightly for just a moment. But then you tamp it down. You crush it down. You squish it down because you say, no, it can't be me that's wrong. It's this guy. It's Mr. Beast. And that's why you're seeing people flailing about trying to come up with some reason that Mr. Beast is wrong for doing this. Because ultimately they realize that this is something that whether it be our economy or our healthcare system or our leaders, this just seems like an obvious public good that is not being served. And why isn't it? Because suddenly, somewhere deep down, you realize that the people that are in power aren't actually there for the good of the people they govern. They're there for their own good. They're there serving another master. And that means, dare I say it, that CNN was wrong, that MSNBC was wrong, my favorite cable station was wrong, to tell us to go along with the current thing, the current crisis, to keep pushing for escalation, to keep pushing for escalation in Eurasia, in East Asia, in the Middle East, that maybe, just maybe, we could focus on things that are here at home? Didn't know. Just a thought. Crazy little thought I had. That's what you're seeing, though. 
This is the psychological reaction, the, the physical reaction. If you've seen uh, YouTubers responding to this, you can see how they're they're physically upset. They are having physical uh, reactions because when you trigger cognitive dissonance in someone, and we saw this at Guantanamo, that when you trigger that cognitive dissonance, you will see a physical reaction in a person's body language. You will see a physical reaction. Of course, you have to understand their body language and know what that person's baseline is, et cetera, et cetera. But you will see a change and you will see them become upset and angry and they will want to lash out because they realize they've been hoodwinked. They've been bamboozled. But what's ironic is that for most of these people, what are they going to do? They're going to attack the person. And you see this all the time, this type of projection. They're going to attack Mr. Beast because his action caused that reaction in them. And they're going to assume that because of that, he was the one who created that feeling. So they'll lash out at him. But all he's really doing is exposing what's only going on inside yourself. I'm tracking a story that's blowing up on social media. This morning, MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell is confirming his products have been dropped from several major retailers. Now, for weeks now, Lindell has pushed unproven theories about the 2020 presidential election, claiming voter fraud kept Donald Trump from winning a second term. He was even at the White House last week, seen carrying documents that suggest the president used military force to stay in power. Yesterday, Dominion Voting Systems sent Lindell a letter threatening legal action over claims that their machines were fraudulent in the election. Then last night, Lindell confirmed to Care 11 that MyPillow was being dropped by several major retailers, including Bed Bath & Beyond, Kohl's, and Wayfair. Lindell didn't comment on his Chaska-based company's future with these retailers, but the cancellation seems to be a permanent one. So about two years ago, Bed Bath & Beyond canceled Mike Lindell got rid of him over his politics, got rid of him over his comment about January 6th. Well, what's the latest with Bed Bath & Beyond, ladies and gentlemen? Oh, Bed Bath & Beyond, more like Bed Bath & Bankrupt. Reuters, as of last night, exclusive Bed Bath & Beyond, preparing to file bankruptcy as soon as this week. Let's read. Bed Bath & Beyond is preparing to seek bankruptcy protection as soon as this week and has lined up liquidators to close additional stores unless a last-minute buyer emerges. The timing of any bankruptcy filing was in flux Monday evening with the U.S. Home Goods Retailers Advertiser Advisors locked in meetings exploring any remaining options to avoid it, as another person familiar with the matter said. <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond is negotiating a loan to help it navigate bankruptcy proceedings with investment firm Sixth Street in talks to provide some funding to what the people said. The firm loaned Bed Bath & Beyond $375 million last year. They loaned you $375 million and you lost it? You lost $375 million. And all because you couldn't handle a guy who all he wanted was to make America great again and for everyone in the world to get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world at MyPillow.com. Promo code POSO, by the way. Speaking of yesterday, what's Mike Lindell been up to? Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys were sleeping. You guys were losing money. You guys were losing $375 million. What did Mike Lindell do? Oh, boom, MyPillow 2.
MyPillow 2 is out now. So you check it out, MyPillow.com slash POSO. I double checked on the landing page. We do have this up. MyPillow 2, boom, just dropped right in the face. MyPillow 2, electric boogaloo. Sir, he's released MyPillow 2. There's no coming back from this. You see, here's the thing. When you start canceling people, when you start driving down sales, when you start living in a world, in a world, where you cancel people over their politics, you put that toxicity out and it's going to come back at you. It's going to be reflected back on you. You started cutting people off. And how many patriots, how many people in the patriot audience, the America first audience said, you know what? If that's the way they're going to treat Mike, I'm not going to help them. I'm not going to shop there anymore. I'm not going to shop anywhere anymore that does this. And now here's the best irony of it. Should a last minute buyer, guys, you see where I'm going with this? What if, what if, hold on, go with me now. We wake up. So this week, my pillow two drops. Bed Bath and Beyond files for bankruptcy in the same week. You don't think Mike knew that? I think he knew it. No, I think he knew it. I think he knew it. My producers are saying he doesn't know. He knew. He knew. I'm telling you something right now. He knew. He's got sources. He's got receipts. He's got, the man has tags on everyone's pillows. He knows. He knows things. What if we wake up two weeks from now and you drive to your local mall, you drive to your local shopping center, and the building, the establishment, formerly known as Bed Bath & Beyond, is no longer there. And in its place, my pillow and beyond, and you see the smiling face of the man with the mustache, the cross around his neck, and a pillow in the crook of his arm, bidding you welcome, bidding you savings, because among everything else, the man understands how to run a business, and apparently you don't. What if Mike Lindell buys out all of the Bed Bath & Beyond stores, you guys? (laughs) Look at this, look at this. I'm just going back to Reuters. The chain, once considered a category killer in home goods like dinnerware and small appliances, has lined up liquidators who are readying store closing sales that could be launched as soon as this weekend. The chain is closing 87 Bed Bath & Beyond stores and five Bye Bye Baby stores in addition to 150 closures around last year. It's also shutting its health and beauty discount chain, Harmon. You fools. You absolute fools. Look, you knew the rise of the internet would do this. You knew that you should, you should have reoriented your business, should have adapted to the changes, and should not have gone in on the cancel culture of good people like Mike Lindell. And that's why his business is booming. That's why you can go again to mypillow.com, promo code POSO. You can get my pillow too. You can get whatever you want. Because, and I'd say this, by the way, as a message to the former, soon to be former executives of Bed Bath and Beyond, that while you're sitting there wondering what you're going to do after you lost $375 million that was loaned to you last year, 
as you're staying up at night, staring at the ceiling, just want to let you know something. Don't worry. Everything is going to be okay. Because you can still get the best night's sleep in the whole wide world with MyPillow.com promo code POSO. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. But but I'm sorry. No, I'm not really. Not really. Look, I don't think this, they should they should sell to Lindell. Sell to Lindell. Give us a call. I'll have your people get in touch with my people. Get in touch with Mike's people. We're doing it. We're making America great again. We're going to make business great again. We're going to make sleep great again. We're going to make all of this great again. And there's nothing you can do to stop us. You understand? You've been trying to stop us now for eight years. You threw every rule out of the book. You changed the entire game, but it doesn't matter because this train has no brakes. And these pillows are the best in the whole wide world. Ladies and gentlemen, you have my permission as always to lay sure.